Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Binge Breakers. So, this week, I'm sorry. I am super pumped up right now. I probably had too much coffee today and too much sleep. (laughs) The sleep is a good thing, but I feel much better this week than I did before. So I'm in a great mood today and I am ready to kill this podcast episode. So for those of you that follow me on Instagram, you know that I posted a poll on my Instagram story this week on which topic you wanted to hear most on the podcast this Friday. I gave you the options of intuitive eating, how to tell someone about your eating disorder, how to deal with shame, and how not to compare yourself to others. How to tell someone came in last, how to deal with shame came in third, intuitive eating came in second, and how not to compare yourself to others came in first. Today, I will be talking about how not to compare yourself to others, and I will address all these other topics that you guys voted for in the upcoming weeks. So thank you for all of you that responded. I really appreciate the responses. It gives me so much feedback. And I reached out to a bunch of you afterwards, and I got so many stories and feedback messages from you guys about what you're liking about the podcast and what you're specifically struggling with in these areas. It was just so valuable. That was great. Thank you. And before I get into the episode, I wanted to make an exciting announcement. About a month ago, I announced that I was making a digital course, and that is still going on. Very exciting. Loving it. So um, I am making a digital course and the release date is going to be September 4th, which is a Friday. So about a month from now, actually like 35 days or so from now, I'll be releasing my first ever digital course. I haven't decided on a name yet, (laughs) but it's going to be entirely dedicated to bulimia recovery. This course is what I wish that I had had when I was first trying to recover because I recovered on my own. I did have coaching, but I didn't have anyone giving me therapy. I didn't have any professional treatment. I couldn't afford professional treatment, but I could afford um, to be in a coaching membership site, which is where I got my coaching, and they offered 20-minute coaching sessions for me. And with those 20-minute coaching sessions, I wasn't even specifically looking for eating disorder coaching, but I did use some of those sessions to recover from my eating disorder. This program is everything that I have learned in my bulimia recovery and through my clients and helping them recover, everything that I've learned from them, and it's all in this program. I'm recording different modules. So it'll be a video course. Basically, there'll be several or not several, there'll be over 30 modules, I think that's speaking off the top of my head, but there will be over 30 modules of me giving you lesson videos of me recorded. And then they'll be talking about how not to binge and purge, how to manage urges, how to deal with your mindset, what to do with food, how to handle relationships. Everything you can think of, it's going to be in that program. And then with each video and lesson, there will be a worksheet to go with it, and that will be through an ebook. So that's how the course is going to work. There's also going to be an Ask Jacqueline section. And that will be a section where if you have questions throughout the course, if you have any specifics you want to hear more about, you can ask a question in there and I'll give you a very detailed response. So that will be awesome. And then I am also going to create a Facebook group for the course members. So what's going to happen is you join the course, you have all the video modules, but I know from personal experience that 
having others around you that are going on the same journey as you is so important. So being in a Facebook group where there are others trying to figure out the same things as you is going to be great. So that's what that Facebook group will be for. You'll be able to post questions to group members in there, post questions for me to answer in there. I will also do a Facebook Live weekly in there where I will answer questions live for you guys. So that's going to be what all the digital course entails. That's pretty much the overview. It's going to be awesome. Like I said, I wish I had this when I was going through recovery. And the reason that I coach, the reason that I do what I do is that I never want anyone to feel the same way I did. I wish that someone like me had come back from the future and told me all the things that I needed to know. And instead, I had a struggle. I had to go through hoops. You guys will still have to do the same thing, but I'm going to help you speed up the process. I'm going to give you all the tools. It's basically me spilling out my brain into a course for you. And I hope that it can help you guys. So if you want to be on the early list, if you want to be in the list to know when the course is coming out, what's going on with the course, when you can pre-order, when you can order the course, you can sign up in my link below. There's a link that it will direct you to getting on my mailing list specifically for course news. And I'll tag you in my mailing list as someone who wants to know about the course. So I'll send you all that news. I don't know for sure yet. I'm filming a bunch of modules this weekend, but pre-orders should start happening. I'll probably take pre-orders August 15th, August 20th. But like I said, if you want to know more, just join my mailing list and you'll get updates about that. Thank you for all of you guys that are supporting me. I hope that this helps so many of you and it's going to be awesome. Get excited, get pumped. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So comparing yourself to others, this, I was really excited that this turned out to be the main topic that all of you guys wanted to hear. It was neck and neck uh, between intuitive eating and stop comparing yourself to others, but this one won out in the end. And I think it's so important. And I was the queen of comparison. I was the comparison queen. <laughs> I would compare myself to anyone, no matter who they were, what they looked like, what they were doing. It didn't matter. I would always be comparing myself to them, good or bad. I would immediately compare myself to them. If that girl was skinnier than I was um, or objectively prettier than I was, I would compare myself to her by thinking, you know, you're so disgusting. You're, you'll, you're so manly compared to her. Like, how can even, anyone even look at you when you're standing next to her? I always had this big complex about being the tall girl. And so um, it didn't matter where I was. I was usually the tallest girl in the room. And so I'd always compare myself to shorter girls. And I would say things like, why can't you be normal? You're such a freak. Um, I used to make tons of self-deprecating jokes with my friends once I started realizing that I was taller than them. And I would make jokes about my height and I would laugh and say things like, I'm just, I just lurk over people. I'm that awkward tall girl who lurks over people. And I would laugh and my friends would laugh. But really, I was just trying to deal with the insecurities that I had. And really, I was just putting myself down, but I was trying to make people laugh about it. But it was just a mask for how much I hated myself. And it wasn't just with looks. If someone seemed even remotely more intelligent than me or I said something and they corrected it, I would immediately give myself a mental lashing, calling myself stupid and wishing I was like the person who had corrected me. And this one was bizarre. I would even commonly compare myself to men in the gym. Since I had this complex that made me feel like a poor excuse for a girl, I thought I should be as strong as men who lifted in the gym. But um, if you guys know anything about anatomy, I do not have the genetic potential to be as strong as men. It's just not in the cards for me. I don't have that um, testosterone aiding me in the background. So uh, in the gym, 
I would think that I should be benching as much as men. But of course, when I did not get there, I wasn't able to bench as much as them. I would then tell myself, you're a poor excuse for a girl and you can't even be as strong as men. You'd belong nowhere. It was just, it was crazy. And then on top of that, I would also do the opposite. This sounds pretty callous because it was, but if I thought that I was smarter than someone, or I thought I was stronger than someone, or I thought I was prettier than them, I thought I was better than them. It was always me versus everyone else. Anyone in my relationship, you know, my partner who's been with me for years, I would always compare myself to him. I'd always struggle with um, comparing if he was losing weight, then I would be upset with him about that. And I would compare myself to him saying like, why can't I lose weight? Um, or with eating food with my friends, I got a lot of people that wrote in about this. And they would say that uh, they really worry about how much their food they're eating in comparison, comparing to someone and I would do that too. I would always worry, oh, I'm eating too much food than her. I have this very skinny roommate in college, and she's my best friend. But she just, she's just one of those people that has never been overweight. She's just very skinny and that's fine. That's how her body is, but she wouldn't eat as much as me. But I always always compare myself to her, especially if I was hungrier than she was. And I'd always be like, oh, well, I'm eating more than her. I'm so, so fat. Like, why can't I be like her? And I compare my eating portions to everyone. I'd compare anything that I was doing to anyone. And to top it all off, the people that I was comparing myself to, if they were better than me, I would villainize that person. If there was a person in the gym that was prettier than me, I would put them down in other ways. I would say, yeah, she's pretty, but she's probably dumb. Or she's probably mean and thinks she's better than everyone else. Which is hilarious because that's what I did with people that I thought were prettier than them too. So I was villainizing the person for doing the same thing that I was doing. But I would just label her as pretty and nothing else. I would assume that she had no other qualities other than her looks. And I know you guys do this too. Like I just said, many people wrote in to me telling me they're struggling with these things, and a lot of my clients struggle with these things too. They're constantly comparing themselves to their spouse, their boyfriend or girlfriend, their friends, their siblings, whatever, random people in the street, random people in the gym, anywhere. It's constantly on their mind, this person is doing this better than me. They're doing it better than I am doing it. I first want to address why comparing yourself to other people isn't useful. And I know you guys understand this, but it's so important to go over why. Otherwise, you don't really understand why you should do anything else. First of all, comparing yourself to others literally wastes your time. It doesn't do anything for you. I want you to think about how comparing yourself to others right now serves you. Just think about it. When does it ever help you? <laughs> Now you could say, oh, well, when I compare myself to others, then I'm being constructive. And there's a way to compare yourself to others where it's maybe not it's maybe not mean, but usually what you do when you compare yourself to others is that you put yourself down for not being as good as them. You don't do it in a constructive way. Comparing yourself to others is a distraction to whatever's going on for you right now. It's a way for you to put yourself down. It's a way for you to beat yourself up. It's another way for you to say, hey, I'm not good. I don't measure up. And it's just not useful. The only person you should be comparing yourself to is you. And even then, like that's dangerous territory. You should just be comparing yourself to you of the past, what you did yesterday. And even if you haven't improved from yesterday, maybe you did worse today than you did yesterday, it's still not an excuse to beat yourself up. Nothing is ever an excuse to beat yourself up. The reason why you were comparing yourself to others is because you feel insecure. Like I always say in every podcast, 
the main thing that helped me recover from bulimia wasn't even the habit breaking that's super important, but it was repairing my relationship with myself. It was the act of constant mental abuse that I was putting myself through. It had to stop. And a lot of you guys think that, oh, it's, you know, it's hard to do that. Yeah, it is hard, but you have to. It's, this is where you have to grow up and be an adult. You can choose to think whatever you want to think. You don't, none of those thoughts in your head, you have to listen to. Like I said in, um, I think it was episode, not last week, but the week before, that person in your head, that negative Nancy in your head, the negative Nancy troll, you don't have to listen to them. They're always going to be there. I still have negative thoughts about myself all the time, but the difference is I don't believe them. I just strap them into the back seat, put the, give them a blanket, <laughs> kind of treat them like a crazy child that's just throwing a tantrum. It's like, yeah, we get that you're here, we understand, but we're not going to listen to you. We don't talk to ourselves that way. Nothing is ever an excuse to beat ourselves up. We always have our own back. You're just along for the ride because that's what our brain does. So the reason you're comparing yourself to other people is just another way to beat yourself up and be mean to yourself. It's not useful. And just like when you get negative thoughts, when you start comparing yourself to others, you need to shut it down right then and there. And uh, this happened to me recently in the gym, and I'll talk a bit more about it later, but uh, there was a really, really pretty girl at the gym the other day, and she's always there. But I immediately started to put myself down, but I shut it down. I know that I'm not that person anymore, and it's not useful. It's just not useful. It's wasting space in my brain. And I just had to say in my mind, Jacqueline, we don't do this anymore. So that's the first thing. And then second, comparing yourself to others makes you less likable because it's displaying your insecurity. Think about the type of person that you like. Do you like the people that are confident and okay with themselves and they're comfortable laughing at themselves every once in a while and they're comfortable with their insecurities, everything like that? Or do you like the person that's constantly seeking validation, the person that's constantly comparing themselves to others, comparing themselves to you? You don't. It makes you less likable, and it makes you dehumanize people, which is the third thing. When you compare yourself to others, you stop seeing them as a person. You just see them for what they're doing better or worse than you. And again, like I said, this is commonly what I would do. If there's a girl prettier than me, I would immediately say in my mind, she's pretty and that's that. That's all she is. She has no other qualities. She's probably a terrible person because she's attractive, which saying it out loud, like, I know it was a horrible thing I used to think, but that is literally how I used to be. I'm dehumanizing that person, and that's what you're doing. Um, if that person, you think that they're smarter than you or something like that, you're just, usually there are meaner thoughts attached to it. It's just taking that person, and it's making it you versus them. And it's not likable, it's not a nice thing to do to someone, and it, it isolates you. When it's you versus them, there can be no conversation, there can be no relationship, it's just... Either you win or they win. And if they win, then you're a failure. If you win, then you're belittling them for not being as good as you. It's We all do it, so I don't want you to feel bad about it. But it's something to keep in mind when you start comparing yourself to others. It's dehumanizing, it's mean, and it's not very mature. So that's why comparing yourself isn't useful. I know a lot of you guys know this uh, in theory, but you really need to let that information sink in. So how do you actually stop comparing yourself to others? Well, like I said before, 
first, you need to work on your relationship with yourself. The less insecure you are, the less your brain is going to be prone to do this. Work on your insecurities, work on loving yourself, appreciating yourself, have a mutual respect for yourself. Whenever those thoughts of hatred, whenever those negative Nancy things come in, it's your responsibility to shut those thoughts down, put them in the back seat, don't let them drive the car. Um, I know it sounds simple, but it's how you do it. Because again, thoughts, urges, they're always going to be there in life, especially if you've been practicing them for a long time. They're not just going to go away, but you get much better at handling them. And something else that really helps me is to stay in your own lane. Kind of think about putting your blinders on. It's really easy to get caught up in the comparison game, especially right now. I'm making a podcast, I'm newer to the podcast game, and I'm creating a digital course. And I follow other coaches on Instagram because I like what they're doing. They're in my same industry. It's great to get inspiration from them. It's great to connect to other coaches. It's great to be on a journey with someone who's on the same journey as you. But when you do that, it's very easy to look at what other people are doing, especially people that you perceive to be more successful than you, and think that, oh, they're doing this. I should be doing this. Oh, they're doing this better than me. Oh my gosh, I should be doing this. Um, well, uh, they're doing this this way, so I guess I should switch everything around and do that, right? But that's just me spinning my wheels. When you start comparing yourself to others and thinking I should be doing exactly what they're doing, it kind of puts all of your progress on halt. It makes you stall, and it makes you spin around trying to mimic this person. And that person is a completely different person than you. They are never going to do things exactly the way you do them because they are them and you are you. And just like visuals, you're never going to look the same way as another person unless you get a brilliant plastic surgeon. You'll never be exactly like them, even if you weigh exact, the exact same as them, because your limb lengths are different, because your bone structure is different, because you carry fat differently, you carry muscle differently. It's always going to be different. And sometimes things work for other people that don't work for you. I'm sure that all of you have heard other bulimia recovery podcast information out there, but for some reason, my information sticks with you, even though there are plenty of other resources out there. It's because the way I'm talking about it, for some reason, resonates better with you, and that's just the way of it. So if I started trying to copy someone else, if I started trying to copy someone else's business and their marketing messages and all of those things, then it wouldn't resonate with you guys because you're not there for them, you're here for me and what I have to say. The same with you and your life. People don't like you because you look like Jessica. People like you because you look like you. People are here for you. And you should be there for you. You should respect your body. You should want to be who you are. You should just stay in your own lane. Your lane is unique. You are a different person. You have so much that you have in your own mind that you don't ever consider. You have a lot of unique creativeness that is just untapped. And you comparing yourself to others is literally just wasting that. It's wasting your time for you to be your own person. So I hope that made sense to you guys. <laughs> I feel like I went on a tangent there. Another thing you can do that this really helped me with when it comes to villainizing people for being better than I am, think about the person that you're comparing yourself to. Start thinking about that person that you're comparing yourself to, especially if you're villainizing them, especially if you're being mean to them in your head. That person is a person. They have other qualities, and instead of it being you versus them, maybe you should talk to them. Maybe you should ask them what they're doing. Of course, 
there's a difference between just blatantly copying what someone is doing and stealing their ideas and all that versus asking them for advice and insight. But what I see most in successful people, when you compare someone, the way to do it constructively is to, instead of thinking, they're doing this better than me, I'll never accomplish it, I'm never going to be as good as them. Instead, what you do is you go up to that person and you say, hey, what are you doing? Like, how did you get to where you are today? If they can get to somewhere that you want to be, then you can get to somewhere you want to be. It's a huge difference going from, since that person has it, I'll never accomplish it, to, hey, that person has it. Cool. That means it's possible for me. Something you guys need to remember is those people you're comparing yourselves to, they aren't special snowflakes. They aren't just a one in a million type of person. They're just a normal person like you or me. They just put in some work. They just did something differently than you and they got some results, whatever they may be. Whether you're comparing them for being smarter than you, nicer than you, looking better than you, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Stop thinking that because they have those results, you can't get them too. You obviously can. And something huge that I did that I think was very mature of me for the time is that I started talking to the girls in the gym that I thought were prettier than me, which I know sounds so rudimentary. It sounds very high schoolish, but um, if there's anything I learned, high school doesn't end in a lot of ways. That song is totally true. <laughs> I started talking to them because I was so against the world in this mindset. When I was comparing myself to others, I was I was always thinking, woe is me, I'll never be as good as everyone else. I'm just a failure. But when I started seeing that those people are just normal people that have lives and are friendly and have a lot of things to offer other than just how they look or what they do, and I started seeing them for that, then I was in a mindset where I was like, you know, maybe I should befriend this person because again, as I already discussed, when you surround your yourself with people that are on the same journey as you, you're more likely to achieve success because those people are also headed towards the same goal as you. You are who your friends are. I started talking to friends like for to people like that in the gym. I started complimenting those girls. I would say either like, hey, your physique's amazing. Like, what are you doing? Because I'm into bodybuilding. I love building muscle. So that's my thing. It could be, hey, you know, you're so smart. What are you studying? What's your secret? Um, where'd you go to school? Anything. It's very important to start asking, complimenting them, be nice to them and ask them, you know, what are you doing? I would ask, um, I found this a big issue in my relationship. I was always comparing myself to my boyfriend. And once I got over that comparison mindset, I started asking him what worked for him because he's never, ever had any food drama. He has never had any issue with his weight, with his relationship with food, just doesn't care. And he's heavily involved in the fitness industry. But the, what his thing is, is that he doesn't talk meanly to himself and he doesn't have drama when it comes to food. He just eats when he's hungry, stops when he's not. If he wants to diet down for something, he can do that very easily without hating himself for being at a certain weight. It's fascinating, but I would have never known that had I not started asking him about it, if I hadn't started to try to learn from him versus thinking it's me versus him. And when I started talking to the people that I compared myself to, I started making new friends. One of my really good friends was someone that I used to secretly hate because I thought she was better than me. And she turned out to be really intelligent. And we have a lot of good conversations about philosophy. And it turns out she struggled with a lot of the same things that I struggled with. I would have never, ever known that if I hadn't just dropped the comparison mindset. 
and I hadn't just talked to her. So I know that was a little rambly. I did this episode more off the cuff. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you didn't, let me know. Be like, hey, Jacqueline, please go back to the scripted podcast because you were all over the place. (laughs) But it's just so important. I cannot reiterate how much comparing yourself to others is wasting your time. When I realized this, when I finally let it sink in that this is not useful, comparing myself to other people is not serving me, that's when I was actually able to kind of let it go. And then it's about creating that habit of, hey, When these thoughts come in, we let them go on out. We just disregard them or like, whatever. That's not a useful thought. We don't think that way anymore. Let's move on. It's hard to do that. I understand when you're in the habit of thinking that way, but it is what you have to do. This applies to everything. It applies to urges. It applies to negative thinking. And it, it applies to comparison thinking. It does not serve you. And if that thought does not serve you, then it does not belong in the driver's seat of your life's car you belong in the driver's seat. You have the responsibility. So please stop comparing yourself to other people. Stay in your own lane, put those blinders on, and live your life. I hope that that helped you guys out. I hope that you enjoyed that episode. I'm gonna end this here. Like I said, lots of things in the works soon. (laughs) September 4th, course release. Obviously, you want, if you want coaching from me, I am still taking clients, although when I do the course, I'll probably take less clients per month. We shall see, but you can find all that information below. I hope you guys have a lovely week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. I am so blessed every time I come on here that you guys listen, that you guys enjoy it, that I am helping people. Please enjoy your weekend. There will be another episode coming out on Saturday. So tomorrow, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.